If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 John chapter 2, verse 9 through 11. And it reads, whoever says he is in the light but hates his brother is in darkness even until now. Whoever loves his brother lives in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. The darkness has blinded his eyes. We're talking about do you love your brother? Today's lesson, we're talking about the, the love of the brother. And the question, I'm really asking the question, do you love your brother? I'm reminded of a story, a popular pastime story that we, you may have uh, seen the movie or perhaps you read the book. And that, that is it, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. And if you remember in the story, and this kind of whole premise of the story, the two boys saw these three men come into the graveyard. The doctor hired these two men uh, to dig up this grave, and when they found when they dug up the grave, they found a treasure mark map. And they, when when the, those who dug found out it was a treasure mark map, it was a big tussle. All right, and it, it basically resulted in one of them dying. The doctor actually was stabbed to death, and the other person framed another person. Uh, in, in the murder, but the two boys saw it, and uh, after the murder, they ran back to their little lodge or wherever their secret hideout, and they made a pact to never, ever, never repeat to anyone what had happened, and uh, they, 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 they uh, wrote the, the, the oath, if you will, the agreement on the board, and they signed it in their blood. Now, the premise of the meal, the, once again, the premise was this, and this is really the whole point. Huckleberry Finn's perspective was we signed that oath. Hey, I hated that happened to the guy who's framed for murder who really didn't do it, but there's no skin off my back. Hey, it is what it is. It's none of my business. Whereas Tom Sawyer, from his perspective, he looked at it as if this is my friend friends don't run off on friends like this if if i can help this person we i should help or we should help them because this person is going to die for no reason many have the huckleberry finn mentality and the question once again the title of this lesson is do you love your brother do you love your brothers well while uh I was studying this, and the Holy Spirit began to bring these things to my mind. He gave me three examples. I want us to look deeply at this. The first thing he showed me was pornography. Unfortunately, a lot of times in the church, it's socially acceptable. Don't ask, don't tell. However, pornography, what's really going on? First of all, we, we need to look at this way. Why is the young lady performing the act? Many times she could be on drugs or someone else may be manipulating her to do that. Whatever the reason is, this is something that we do know. We know this. She's not in her right mind. What do you mean she's not in her right mind? Well, 
let me ask you this way. Would you want someone to see your nakedness? Or I'll say it this way, your glory? Furthermore, would you want someone to see you in the act? The answer is probably no. Jesus said it this way, do unto others as you have them do unto you. So unless you want someone to see or the world to see you and your glory and in the act, you should not want to see anyone else. Do you really love your brother? Do you really love your brother? The second example the Holy Spirit shared with me and showed me was in the, in the sense of this hardcore, this, this gambling. And uh, the picture I got in my mind was, let's say we were sitting down in a card table and, and the person to my right, uh, well, let's say it this way. I folded. It was too, the stakes too high. Hey, I'm, I'm going to quit now. Well, the person to my right, they put everything in, all right, and they lost everything. They lost everything they had, the deeds of their home, the deeds of their car, which means that they will probably lose their job because they do not have a way to get home because they lost their house. They will probably or may have a very high, it's a high probability that they will lose their family. You may think, well, hey, that has nothing to do with me, no skin off my back. But, yeah, you were part of it. You may say, well, I didn't make that person do that. They had nothing to do with me. I didn't twist that person's arm. But you were a part of it. You were a part of it. Do you really love your brother? Do you love your brother? First Timothy chapter five and the B part of verse 22 reads, and do not partake of other men's sins. Keep yourself pure. Again, first Timothy chapter five, the B part of verse 22 says, and do not partake of other men's sins. Keep yourself pure. If that is true, then the opposite is true. If you partake in other men's sins, in other words, you're a part of it, then you yourself, you're not pure. This is the word, you all. You yourself, you are not pure. Let's move on to the third example. The Holy Spirit showed me this. Let's say you're on your job. You're on your assignment. And God has blessed you on this assignment uh, to the point where the, the, the supervisors began to send people your way so you can train them. And God has given you insight on how perhaps to do the job more efficiently. Uh, perhaps he's given you a way, a strategy that works well. But many times the world has a perception, and, and, or I should say a saying, that basically it says this, you teach them, but you don't teach them everything you know. Now, why is that? It's because you don't want them to get ahead of you. Or you may hear people say it's for job security. Well, what do they mean? Well, if, and this is from the world's perspective, the world's thinking, if you teach them everything that you know, they may be promoted 
above you. Or if you teach them everything you know, they may get your job and you may be demoted. Or they may get your job and you're laid off. Because we have seen this happen over and over again, oftentimes it leads people to operate in fear. In fear. But let me share something with you. If you love your brother, and this is if this place that you're working is truly a place assigned by God, you have an obligation to make that company prosper. Now, how do you make that company prosper? Make sure that everyone on that team, it doesn't matter if you lead the team or not, knows as much as you know. If you love the brother, you put the brother first, you won't have a problem training them to the best of your ability. If you can be trusted on the level that you're in, because see, this is the point. Man may know, man only sees, can partially see, but God knows your heart. He knows if you're giving them 100%. You, he knows if you are training them with everything that you know. Let me share something with you. You can never be God-given. The point is, do you trust him? Do you trust if you give the person everything, all the knowledge, do you trust that God will promote you? Or do you have more faith or fear in the person getting taken advantage of you or the supervisors promoting that person over you? You have more faith, I'll say it this way, do you have more faith in God's ability or that supervisor's ability to harm you? That's really what it boils down to. Don't try to intellectualize this. It boils down to your belief. What do you believe? And if you are comfortable with God, if you are comfortable who you are in Christ, if you're comfortable with God's plan, the plan that God has for you, then you'll do things God's way. He has a way of doing things. Seek the first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, his righteousness, his way of doing things. Then it says all these things will be added unto you. Let's continue our reading. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. The world and its desires are passing away, but the one who does the will of God lives forever. That was uh, verse 15 through 17 in the same chapter. Now, everything... Every sin can be boiled down, can be placed into three different categories. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. But guess what? The scripture says none of this is of the Father. This is worldly wisdom. Sure, there's no skin off my back if the person beside me loses everything. 
Or, hey, I'm looking like this. Hey, I'm not making that young lady do whatever she's doing. I'm just looking. But do you love the brother? Do you love the brother? Will you withhold information that may help that brother uh, prosper, I'm sorry, on the job? Do you love the brother? Do you love the brother? Verse 17, once again, it says, The world and its desires are passing away, but the one who does the will of God lives forever. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Beginning reading at verse 12, it reads, Now if anyone builds on the foundations with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, or stubble, each one's work will be revealed. For the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each each has done. If anyone's work which he has built on the foundation endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, still going through the fire. This is the point. God sees the heart. Now, it would be a shame God placed you on the assignment to do the work, to train people, but you have heartedly trained them. Well, the word of God says that your word, the things that you did, it's going to be tested. It's going to be tested and tried by fire. Now, we know in the natural, wood, stubble, and hay will burn up in fire. It will burn up in fire. Wouldn't it be a shame if you had the right assignment but because you didn't have the right heart, because you didn't love the brother, that all of your works would be burned. Now, you're on your way to heaven. The scripture says you yourself will be saved. Now, you will make it into heaven, but your reward, you'll lose your reward. You will be, as Paul says, disqualified. You ran the race, but you were disqualified because you didn't love the brother. You didn't do everything that you were supposed to do for fear, for fear. The word of God says perfect love cast out all fear. Perfect love cast out all fear. Wouldn't it be a shame to do what God has called you to do? You sought the kingdom, but you didn't do it. You didn't operate in righteousness. Because you looked at pornography, because you were gambling to the point where you were where you were gambling, not for entertainment, but to get ahead. You were gambling. Wouldn't it be a shame to you lose your reward, reward because you didn't prefer the brother? Because you didn't prefer the brother, you didn't love the brother you didn't love your brother you lost the reward yes you, you you're on your way to heaven you made it to heaven but you lost your reward this is something ladies and gentlemen we need to think about 
Many times the enemy loves to disguise himself in this gray area. Well, I'm not hurting anybody. Well, are you or are you not? Is someone being hurt by what you're doing? Well, let me ask you this way. Is the kingdom being advanced by what you're doing? Is the company that you're working for, are they advancing because of what you're doing? See, a lot of times if we ask the question a different way, I believe we can see things from a different perspective. We can see things from a, bit, a different perspective. I, I, I mentioned the verse, I believe it's First John 4, and I believe the beginning with 18, it talks about uh, perfect love, cast all fear. If we look closely at that, how does perfect love cast out fear? Fear. First of all, before we answer that question, anytime, we'll, 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 we'll look at it this way. Why will a person withhold information? Because of fear. Once again, you have more faith that the enemy or the world is going to overtake you than you have that God is going to elevate you or promote you. There's a fear that comes along with gambling and pornography. What if that person that lost everything and they mentioned your name? Man, I was playing cards with brother so-and-so. Man, and I lost everything. You wouldn't want to be associated with, with anyone. You would not want your name entangled with that. And you definitely wouldn't want to be found watching pornography or that part being found. Fear. That's why it's a secret. Fear. Fear being caught. Fear. Fear. The word of God says perfect love cast out fear. Well, how does it how does perfect love cast out fear when you choose to do things God's way? When I choose to do things God's way, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and the devil will flee. When you resist the devil, when you do things because of love, God is love, then guess what? You have cast fear out and love one. Perfect love. When you know who you are in Christ, when you know why you're on that job, when you know you're anointed by God to do certain things, and when you refuse to allow bad habits or situations taint you, want to be pure. You want to be pure. You want to be pure. When you allow the love of God to cast out fear, in other words, when you begin to make right decisions, you stop watching. You stop dealing with, with, with the gambling thing. And you start and you give information. You cast out fear. You cast out fear. Because love is operating. Because you love the brother. You're preferring the brother. Well, I still don't see why I'm hurt. Well, yeah, you are hurting. Because once again... You wouldn't want to be in that situation. You would not want the short end of the stick. Would you want to be in a situation on the job where you're trying all you can and you're still not quite getting it 
you'll be in a bad you'll be in a bad shape if the person who's supposed to be training you withholds information. And if you had the information, you would succeed. You would do well there because we all want to do well and want to do our very best. Would you want to be the person to lose everything? Would you want to be the person whose glory is revealed to everyone that should be only revealed to their spouse? No, you wouldn't want to be in those situations. Love the brother. Love the brother. Keep yourself pure. There's another scripture. Let's go back to 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2. And let's look at the last verse there. And actually, no, 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 no. Let's let's go to 1 John chapter 3. Let's begin reading at verse 3. So 1 John chapter 3, 3, verse 3 reads, everyone who has this hope. Well, let me back up. It says, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him, him being Jesus, as he, being Jesus again, is. Everyone who has this hope in him, him being Jesus again, purifies himself as he is pure. If you have this hope that you're going to see Jesus one day, the word of God says you purify yourself as he is pure. Does Jesus withhold information from you? The word of God says in St. John that he, you're no longer a servant, but it says that you're his friend. Why did Jesus say he calls you a friend? Because he says that what I made known to you, what the Father has made known to me. So Jesus is not withholding any information from you. Jesus said, do unto others as you have them do unto you. Do you think Jesus will watch pornography? Do you think Jesus will be in a gambling ring with someone loses their house, their car, their family, their job? Do you think Jesus will be a part of that? Because the scripture once again says everyone who has this hope in him that they're going to see Jesus one day purifies himself. That person purifies himself as Jesus is pure. Since Jesus is pure, we should be pure. As he is, so should we be in this world. Jesus, pure, he is pure. The scripture says you will purify yourself as he is pure. Once again, the word of God says, if you are partaker of another man's sin, you are not. Or I'm sorry, if you are part, if, if yes, the opposite is true. If you are partaker of another man's sin, then you're not pure. And it actually says the opposite of that. But the point is this. Purify yourself. If you love the brother, you'll purify yourself. Do you love the brother? Do you love the brothers? Let me give you one more point. 
The word of God says in Psalms 24, you know what, instead of me quoting it, let's just read it. Psalms 24, verses beginning verses with verse 3. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? In other words, who's going to stay in the presence of God? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul into vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he will receive the blessing from the Lord, the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the Jacob. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, Selah. Those people who are seeking God are the ones who's going to stand into the hill, stand in the hill of the Lord, or stand in His holy place. Those who seek after Him. And who's all those once again who will seek after Him? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart. A pure heart. They will receive the blessing. Let me share something with you. When you do not prefer the brother, when you do not love the brother in situations as I as I pointed out, those things will keep you from receiving the things, the blessings that God has for you. It will keep you from the blessings. Those are blessing blockers. God has entrusted you, given you the wisdom and knowledge to help train the brothers and sisters on the job. He's given you favor, but you're not fully training them for fear. You have more faith in man's ability to take away from you than God's ability to bless and promote you. Think about what I just said. You have more faith in man's ability to stop you from moving ahead than God's ability to promote you and bless you to move ahead. The enemy will love to get you to try to intellectualize this. Well, you know, it's not quite. Yeah, it is exactly. I've given you scripture. When you look at pornography or you're in this gambling where people are losing. Those are blessing blockers. It'll keep you from moving forward. It'll keep you from moving ahead. If you're married. It's going to have effect on your marriage. If you're single. It will have an effect on your marriage when you do get married or if you should get married or it may keep you from getting married. These things are blessing blockers. Jesus loves you. This message is may not be as popular, but if you do what God is calling you to do, you will receive the blessing of the Lord. You will receive the blessing of the Lord. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.